Cool. How you guys doing, man? How you been the last few weeks? Not too bad. A lot of projects around the house. Yep. Got the, um, yeah, if you guys aren't following on Facebook, we've been commenting and posting some stuff about uh, what we've been doing the last couple of weeks around the house, things like that. Darren, uh, how's the uh, chicken coop? Uh, chicken coop, I need to level it up. Almost got all my fence done. So uh, once I get that project done, I'll start on another one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got the, uh, so you got that. And then, um, <clears throat> and then you just got how many skids of blocks delivered? Uh, 13. So 13 skids, but I have to uh, sand and, and stain my deck before I work on the patio. That way we don't drip anything so down on the new patio. So you don't get the stain on the uh, block. Mm -hmm. Are yep. the, What size were those? Uh, the wall stones are 18 by 6. And then the the paver block is the four by eight or whatever they are. So wow. four, four inches wide, eight inches long. And that's going to go uh, out of the walkout yeah. basement? Like you're going to redo yeah. the both sides of that? Yeah, I'm going to dig that out farther. That way we have a nice it, – it, it should be uh, 18 by 30 when it's done. That way I can put a hot tub down underneath there, and uh, it should be fun. Another – another outdoor living space probably put a small little burn pit in at the end of it hmm. so you might as well do a kitchen while you're at it well i plan on <laughs> i plan on doing a covered porch on the small set and and do an outdoor kitchen there for my smoker and other grills yeah that's uh that'll be cool that'll uh yeah <clears throat> what about you, Matt? You been doing any projects after your uh, painting? Just uh, installed some new faucets. That's really about it. Oh, yeah. Is it, did you just do the one or did you do more than one? Uh, it's a dual vanity sink. So you did both of them? Or dual, dual vanity. So, yeah, two faucets. Were those you just wanted something updated or were you having a problem with either one? Uh, I have a shopping habit, so they were on sale, and I really liked them, so I went ahead and got them. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, I love it when that happens. It's like, well, you know, then you got to figure out, okay, how many of these do I need to make everything match? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been doing a lot of flower, like landscaping stuff, and you know, I posted that picture. I had to trench that. Uh, that tile drain from from my downspout that went underneath like the front the front um, sidewalk and you know it was only like three three and a half feet or something but still sucks boring under concrete in any fashion. <laughs> oh yeah, I bet. Yeah. <clears throat> It'd be nice if somebody would have told you to do that before they poured that sidewalk, but yeah, somebody. <laughs> uh, I remember somebody mentioning <laughs> something. Somebody said something about that, right? And. Uh, I was like, baby. well, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but now it's like I have the, uh, you know, the scratches and the battle <laughs> wounds, you know, from reaching yes. under there trying to dig it out. And I just, I was just worried, super worried about like I, I, I compacted as much clay because it's not really dirt under there, clay <laughs> and rocks and like compacted it as much as I could, can back around that tile just 
I mean, I don't think there's a much of a chance. You know, you get like a five or six inch hole under there of that cracking. I mean, I'm pretty sure like the I don't know if they had rebar or just the fiberglass or what they used in that concrete, but uh, I would assume that you know, hopefully there isn't a high chance that, that could crack. Probably not. I mean, it's, just a, it's just a 4,000 PSI mix probably. So, I mean, yeah. it's just a standard concrete. Yeah. I wouldn't think it would, that would, well, if it does in 10 years, you know, hopefully I'm not yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else going on uh, outside of home projects? How's work? Um, I know Matt, we were talking about just the testing and things like that last time. And, um, are you still seeing like taking a long time to, uh, you were talking about Megan, like it, it, it took a while for her to get a test or has she even got her results? Uh, she got her results, I guess Wednesday of this week. Yeah. So she got it. I think it was last Friday and then she they finally said, you know, she got him back on, on Wednesday, but she had coworkers that, you know, were at the testing facility there the same day they got the results back. I think Monday. So we were, we're really not sure why hers were so delayed, <clears throat> but she's officially back to work now. Yeah. Is there any kind of prioritization that they can choose for something like that? And like they knew that she wasn't back to work yet. So they, they said, okay, you can take longer for hers or you even like, I don't know. I mean, I would almost think they would want it to come back quicker. Yeah. You know, sure because it's for them. Yeah, be cleared to go back to work. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, anything else before we jump into some articles? I don't think so. I'm good. I'm having technical difficulties with one of my lights, but other than that. <laughs> you still, uh, did it come loose? You said it got knocked down, right? Yeah, it got knocked down, and when it got knocked down, it ripped off one of the leads, and now I can't get it to stay up there to save my life. Where's the duct tape at? Uh, uh, probably upstairs or out in the barn or not here. <laughs> not where you need it? No. Oh, well. I guess I don't need extra light. It just makes my forehead shinier, you know. <laughs> you got your green halo. That's all you need. Yeah, I know. We had a couple, I don't, I think I posted one of these and I, I think you guys posted another one or did I post this twice? I, I don't know. We had two articles that were um, both talking about uh, the Starlink satellites, you know, how the uh, reflections and things like that. I think that's been in the news a few times lately. Um, people confusing the Starlink train of satellites for like, you know, UFOs or whatever. Um <laughs> So there was a couple of different articles. I think I think I posted like, April twenty fourth, which is like the, a day or two after the last episode, and then there was another one on TechCrunch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the twenty eighth. So yeah. I mean, some of the same, not all the same information, some of the same information. But basically, uh, for people that aren't aware, I guess the way these uh, satellites, the materials are made out of. I mean, they're obviously you know metal and and foil and all kinds of shiny objects, right? And and then they also have like solar collection uh, panels on them as well, which can reflect sunlight. I mean, so I guess the way that these things uh, are made, um, they're very easy to see from um, the ground when 
you're looking at you know stars or you know a telescope and there's been a lot of complaints from astronomers and and things like that about that you know once i mean there's what maybe a few hundred of them up there now and yeah. there's going to be thousands um when this is fully deployed about the uh, the potential impact that this could have so spacex's um they've tested a couple different things at this point like some I don't know. So I think that what was the first one, Matt? Like they, they some kind of special paint coating, like the like a mm-hmm. matte matte coating, um, yeah. and that seemed to help. And then and then the, most recently they were talking about um, they were going to put some kind of um, like shade or louver or something um, on the part that was reflecting off this. I think it maybe was the solar panels or something. Yeah. So, um, which they said it will make them much less noticeable. And it also mentioned, too, I don't know if you guys seen it, if it which article it was in. Um, I guess as these are getting into the orbit they need to be in, like, I don't know if they're ascending, descending, whatever they're doing, It's it mentioned that they were more visible until they get into their final position. And then once in their final position, it isn't as bad. But it's I think it's cool that they're still taking steps to try to reduce the visibility because I mean you get 5,000 10,000 whatever these things up there right you're not going to see much else if uh, they're all reflecting light back down right well if you remember right when uh, that just uh, start skydiving moved into Middletown and they were doing their night jumps and everybody started flipping out because they were seeing these lights in the skies thinking it was aliens you remember that that was really cool uh yeah here uh yeah musk uh replied back to uh <clears throat> this this tweet and it just said that um should be much less noticeable during orbit rays by changing solar panel angle and all sats get sunshade starting launch nine which i think is the one they just did you know a couple weeks ago right mm-hmm. yeah it's like i still want to see like i don't know have, have you guys seen like a video or anything where it, where it shows these things close up and Shows you like a, the scale of them, and because I don't yeah, think they're, what, they don't think they're super large, but I mean they're still. Yeah, a that was going to be my question: is how big are they? Yeah, I mean, if you can cram a bunch of those into one of those, you know, space has SpaceX rockets, how how big can they be? Yeah. Well, here you go. It says each launch is sixty satellites. Not much in the grand scheme of thing, but they're approved to put twelve thousand of them. Uh, up in space for their internet system and they're s- seeking permission for 30,000 and it says the uh, ISS astronauts are already noticing them when they're less than 500 in orbit so you can imagine what another 11,500 could do yeah but but think about all the other space yeah. junk that's yeah. already up there you know I mean uh, at one point in time they're going to have to come up with some kind of either a uh laser rail gun that actually just obliterates them in the sky or you know actually having to collect them and then uh dispose of them somehow i mean because if you start getting because what happens when they get decommissioned and they put more in there they're just going to float around or are they going to make it to where they can go back into the earth's atmosphere and just burn up like you know small meters do and i think um matt matt you may know about this as well is I'm pretty sure these are set to be like they're only good for like four or five years, and then they're made to where they only have enough fuel, um, or or 
whatever. I think it's fuel plus some other things. I mean, they want them to be um, on a cycle like every three, four, five years. And then they're set to just deorbit, and then they're small enough to where it says they'll they'll completely burn up in the atmosphere. I mean, okay. do we know that for sure? I mean, I guess until they start coming back down in a few years, we won't know. But I, I think the the reasoning behind that is um, so that they can be refreshed, you know, better technology, newer technology, faster, whatever, and to get rid of like this to help with the space junk problem. I mean. Well, we won't. I mean, we won't know for sure until you know a few years from now when some of these start um, deorbiting. Um, if we really see them making a, their way back through the atmosphere, back down to the planet. But in theory, I think that's what I've read. I don't know if you guys have seen something else. No, not a whole lot. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't seen a whole lot either. Yeah, and this this other article was talking about the um, the sun visor, which was the the newest edition, and then how it compared to the the dark paint job that they tried previously, which I think was just the the matte coating that they were putting on them. So, I think maybe a combination of both of those. Um, I mean, he said that the visibility should be greatly reduced, and I thought I seen like a percentage somewhere, but I don't see that on here. And I and and he did mention like it seems like as they're going into their their final orbit. Um, I guess they they kind of when they're launched they still have to go up a little bit more and to get into their final position they're more visible during that time for some reason I don't know it says within a week they get up into their final position and they should be naked they should be invisible to the naked eye within a week but I mean but still you've got telescopes and other um, mm -hmm. instruments that I mean, we're never going to know how much it truly is going to be impacting anything until I guess we get a significant number up there. Yeah, but you got to think we have so much light pollution where we live, and you know, are you actually going to even notice? <laughs> yeah, here, yeah, yeah. Here in this this last uh, paragraph, he says that um, they'll have a short lifespan. Mm -hmm. They'll be around for three or four years before being deorbited. At which point they'll be replaced, hopefully, with optically improved versions. So, you know, some of these initial ones, the few first, the first three or four hundred, I guess, are still going to have that problem. But, um, well, I mean, at least they're trying back, to fix it before they get a ton of them up there. Go back to the the first cell phones back in the '90s. You know, I mean, they were huge. <laughs> yeah. And and think of what you know, four or five years the way way things are growing right now. In four or five years, they might be. I don't know the size of a, a baseball. I mean, who knows yeah. how small they'll be, and then the impacts even less. Right. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's the whole point of making them, um, you know, having a lifespan of a few years is because they know they're going to be swapping them out and replacing them with better models and things like that. So, yeah, I guess we'll see. But I mean, it, it's 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 cool that they're doing something to hopefully change that now if they didn't i mean they might get a lot of pushback and it could hurt the the branding and even maybe you know force nasa or whoever to say yeah or the ftc or whatever to say yeah you got to stop until you fix it so i mean i'm sure they figured out you know we got to fix this before it becomes a bigger issue yeah you know yeah does that make sense yeah it's kind of makes you wonder if there's if there's going to be any kind of uh 
service interruption, you know, are they are they going to deploy replacement satellites as they're decommissioning those that are already up in you know in orbit? Yeah. You know, is is there going to be a lapse in, in coverage and you know how are they going to handle that? You know, yeah, ca- calculate. You know, keeping everything kind of on a functioning level. You know, as they do that. Because, I mean, how, how exactly do you test for that? You yeah, know? and that's a good point, too, because with some technologies, um, I'm sure you guys have ran into this over the years. Um, I know I have before, especially with networking and other things. A lot of times, um, whatever the lowest common denominator is is what you'll get. So you might have a newer piece of gear or a newer piece of technology that's mixed in with older technology, and it's mm-hmm. going to run at that lower speed that it's going to perform at that lower level because until everything is at that same version, right? And just because, you know, it's to make it compatible. So how I wonder how these are going to handle that. It's like, if, like you said, Matt, if they're putting up, they're, they're refreshing. I mean, if there's going to be 12,000 of these up to 30,000 or 20,000 or whatever, <laughs> and they're refreshing, I mean, let's, you know, 60 at a time, maybe once they get the new, rocket um yeah ready they'll be able to do more than that but um let's just say they do one launch a month 60 at a time that's what 720 a year so let's just say let's just say they're doing a thousand a year they're replacing a thousand a year which still doesn't add up if there's twelve thousand up there that means they need to refresh those if they're doing a four or five year cycle they need to do at least a two or three thousand and if they're doing 20 it's got to be three or four thousand a year to <laughs> yeah. stay up on that to stay up at that recite to that so it's yeah. like when they put new ones up there are they going to run at the lower are they going to be compatible backwards compatible so they're going to be slower and then once everything gets up for, up 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 refreshed or upgraded to the newer version then you'll get them a newer bit it's like how yeah, it, yeah. It, it's a huge but, engineering challenge, and it's well, think, very interesting. think about how all the Teslas are made, though. You know, all they have to do is do a software push, and, you know, I know it's hardware-driven, but if they do a, a software push, they can tweak most of that. I mean, they were what, – what were they talking, like a, a gig internet? I mean, um, that was right yeah, out of the I mean, gate. Yeah, they didn't they – didn't, yeah, they didn't. They just said low latency and high bandwidth. So, yeah, I don't know exactly what that's going to entail. I mean, I would I would like to see the the benchmarks on on what they're pulling right now because it would be, I mean, <clears throat> I hate I hate I hate paying what I pay for my Spectrum. Yeah. I know Matt <laughs> does too. I mean, we we you were know, just talking uh, about that. It's like I don't I don't care about the download. I want more upload. Right. Right. <laughs> You know, I'm pushing 20 right now, and it's like 20 up, and it's it's come on, you know, give me some more. Yeah, you got you got the bandwidth there. Just just open it up. You know, charge me ninety dollars a month for 400 down, which I'm usually seeing about 360, 370, because I haven't got their modem. Which still, I don't even think I'd see the the true 400. You know, I I think I've hit 390 once. Uh, on my home assistant because I pull a speed check every every half an hour. Hmm. Yeah, that's um. 
if nothing else, if it helps competition, reduces prices, whatever that may be, right? I mean, I'm all for it. I mean, you and I both know, Darren, working in that industry for so long, it's like, I mean, it just every year you have less competition mm-hmm. because there's there are fewer companies that can either provide the service and stay in. I mean, how many different mom and pop and, and dial-up providers were there? You remember like Earthlink? Oh, yeah. What yeah. was it? Earthlink. Well, I AOL. started out with Earthlink. Yeah, but remember all the mom and pop ones, like this, this mm-hmm. little like local. What was the one in Dayton? I mean, I used it for. I, a, yeah, like I cannot. I, it was an ISDN or something. Mm-hmm. And it was um, yeah, it was before there was any of the big ones. Like it was before like the phone companies figured out they can make a killing by by doing this, and that people were just buying the lines and using them for the dial up, and you were it was all a shared system, and yeah, it was crazy. Yes, it was crazy. But it was actually cool times to be in the uh, cabling in- industry because, you know, I mean, I, I learned Mom a lot. And... Like this, this little, like, local... What was the... Whoa. Sorry. Whoa. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? The uh, I, I hit a link on my phone and it uh, <sighs> was sharing the uh, the um, the live stream. Sorry. No, I was trying to, somebody was asking me about it. I was trying to send them the link and, uh, as soon as you click on it, cause we're live, it goes to that. I got you. What are you drinking tonight? So oh. I, ha- I had, um, one of those Columbus Brewing Creepers. I think you've had one of those before. I bought a four pack of that. And then this was the, uh, the single cut, um, or no first cut. Um, remember who it was. I have to go look at the can, but. Shouldn't have drank that creeper first because it kind of spoiled everything else. (laughs) Drinking your gin and juice, Darren? Uh, It's just water. Just water. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just water. Uh, Diet 7 Up and. Rum. Rum, that's right, rum. Yeah, white Bacardi. Bacardi 151. I wish. So pineapple juice. <laughs> um, so next up, and it, it seems like we just talked, I mean, I know we were talking about it. Um, we didn't talk about this on the last episode, though, right? This was after. Uh-uh. Yeah, the 27th. It was like right after that, our episode. <laughs> Oh, we were going back and forth about like, like we were talking about like how fast we thought it was going to go and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I just thought that was really cool. So uh, if anybody knows uh, Marquez Brownlee, uh, M- was it MKBHD? Is that yep. his short? Yep. His acronym. Um, I mean, he's you know eleven million freaking subscribers, a huge YouTube. I mean, <laughs> he was what like a thirteen or fourteen when he first started. Um, yeah. But he. Uh, <laughs> did I think Tesla sent him this right? Um, or maybe they bought it. I don't know. It wasn't Tesla. It was um, Origin sentiment. So Origin PC. So Origin makes these custom computers. Um, you can go to Origin and order like a custom computer. They'll custom build stuff. And um, they, for whatever reason, they they took this. And you can buy this. What was this like? Four hundred, five hundred yeah. bucks. It was hot. Well, it was for, a hot for, a, 
No, it's ra- it's Radio Flyer makes Radio it, Flyer, but they but they worked hand in hand with Tesla. Uh, so Super if you accurate. get a if you get a fully decked out one with personalized license plate and a car cover and the upgraded batteries, you're looking at and like extra five fifty. Okay. Yes, five fifty, and it's quick charge batteries. I mean, they're using Tesla technology in the batteries. I mean, it's. I mean, it's, just yeah, here, yeah, yeah, and then so origins like hold my beer we're gonna make a computer out of this thing so yeah you see you see marquez <laughs> what did we say that the top speed was like 16 mph or something yeah and he's like what six some he's like six four he's six, tall five. yeah he's, he's yeah tall he's guy. real tall <laughs> so the origin pc they took this thing and he'll show it here in a second but basically they um and if you're not following this guy is like if you're into tech at all like he is always reviewing phones and the latest yeah. gadgets and things. I mean, he's awesome. Yeah. Um, he just did one over the new Google headphones or whatever, right? Oh, yeah, the, the Google. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to get some of the – like, I'm, I'm with Matt, though. I'm going to wait and see if they go on sale or something. But, uh, yeah, so they he props the hood on this thing. They basically put a full computer, like custom gaming, oh, like yeah. gaming PC. Like Legit. This thing, this thing can play you know, whatever's <laughs> out there, right? Um, under the, under the hood of this, of this, uh, this little Tesla, you know, toy basically. I mean, well, you, you know, you just got that Jeep for Arlo. How much was that yeah. thing, Darren? Uh, I think it was like right around two fifty. but I got, I don't, I don't want to talk about all the <laughs> upgrades I've done to yeah, it yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's the, uh, yeah. Radio flyer. You go to their site. Here's like, look at this. It's like, got all oh, the wow. That's a. That's up a lot more than it used to be. Yeah, you can when go I priced it out a couple years ago, it was uh, it was like five twenty five for fully loaded. Yeah, like you can go on there and pick like your re- your wheels and all the customizations, your colors and everything. Yeah, look at the lights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's just crazy. And then like they took that and then they put a computer in it, and then like under the dash, I think he showed a. You'll see you've seen it in that. A video just a second ago and he'll probably show it again but under the dash you got like the hookups for like the usb and the hdmi and mm-hmm. to, to actually hook it up to a monitor and a keyboard and everything yeah the charger cracked me up dude because it look it's just it's just like the regular mm-hmm. yeah. i mean it doesn't flip out like but it's like yeah it, 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 it's just, i like how it i like how it uh glows when it uh is charging too yeah it's just it's ridiculous like you know and then the fact that they put a freaking computer in it is just like, okay, practical? No, absolutely not. But it's like, what the heck? We can do it. So yeah. And then well, the, yeah, yeah, but but neither is a fifty-five thousand dollar, you know, Mac. Oh desktop. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the Apple yeah, Mac. That's a yeah. So the, you see what? He, yeah. So the, he's using like a piece of acoustic foam <laughs> just to sit in there. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? That's pretty awesome because, you know, what is he, probably 180, 190 pounds? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And that's moving it's with still, him in there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they said, like, even, like, a you know, a normal-sized kid that it's made for, <laughs> it's like, 16 miles an hour. Yeah, Ashley said Jonathan's Corvette was 260, so, yeah, yeah. those things. I mean, you can put some money into those. I mean, there's people that do uh, the, the, sub, the subwoofer uh, competitions, and they build them into the – the power wheel ones you know oh my god yeah they got like custom inverters on them and everything and they're like pushing like 160 170 decibels i mean it's just it's nuts i mean there's a there's a whole 
culture. I mean, like once his motors go out of that Jeep, I already have the <laughs> the metal metal drive gears and the bigger motors that'll run forty eight volt. You know, I mean, it's I got it all laid out. So, you know. Yeah, it was $250. I put some money into it. My cousin looked at it, said he can do a lift kit on it. So, I mean, <laughs> he'll be able to use it for a long time. That's crazy. No, it's just, it's, it's just like, look at this. Yeah, here's the PC. It's like, it's, it, and it's water cooled to boot. It's like, they got the little mini ITX board. Everything's water cooled. The video card's water cooled. Yeah. <laughs> that is just crazy. Yeah, I just thought that was like, it's like, why? But, I guess why not, you know, they figured they could, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then I think, you know, he eventually, I think he hooks it up. And he was talking about, like, yeah, the thermals aren't the greatest, but, uh, you know, it's in a it's in a car. It's in, like, a toy car. So, yeah, here's the, the mouse, and they hook it up to. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. Just come rolling up. You know, back in the land party days, you roll up in something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. There's all the USB ports, the headphone, um, HDMI. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, what would have been real cool is if they could have like did a reverse like garage door opener underneath. So when you lifted up the hood, a a, a monitor would come out oh. out of the car. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Well, you see they had like yeah, it's got the RGB lights on it. <laughs> And you yeah, see that I've, they had that. Um, do you see that monitor stand? Of like, that had like that little monitor stand on wheels, or like a little cart. Mm-hmm. That's what we need, guys, for uh, when we do our show and uh, show live in person. Yeah, that way we can all see the same monitor. What was looking at that? But yeah, it's it's like. <laughs> I wonder how long the, the charge lasts. I, I don't know. I don't know, but uh, my my buddy Bill, he uh, he called me. And I don't know if I said this on the last podcast or not, but uh, he he said, "Hey, what what type of uh, drills and stuff do you use?" And I said, mm-hmm. "I use Milwaukee." And he was like, "He was like, well, don't buy any other batteries." And he sent me a link to Amazon for this power cutout. So he printed he three D printed these uh, basically blanks that my Milwaukee batteries snap into, and I can power his uh, his Jeep. Off of those oh. eighteen volt fuel five amp hour <laughs> batteries, so that's what I'm getting ready to work on now. I'm actually going to have because uh, it's got the lead acid in it now. It does. I, yeah, I have two. I have two more lead acid twelve uh, amp hour batteries coming, and I'm going to do a voltage switch to where I can run those batteries, switch it, and then and run my Milwaukee the batteries. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, he drives. I'm I'm gonna have to replace the wheels soon because he's almost got them run down to nothing. Cause oh my god! So much. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he drive. Well, I don't know if you guys saw the Snapchat from Elizabeth the other day, but did did you guys? Get oh, at the park. Snapchat? No, where he was driving beside the house. <coughs> he said, "He said, giddy up, partner." Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that boy cracks me up. So how like cowboy how, how, hat on. how long does the battery you have in it now last? Well, I don't know because he'll he'll drive it a little bit and then he'll get out and play and he'll mm-hmm. drive it a little bit and I'm usually doing work and 
you know, he'll, he'll go up to the, to the barn and grab me something and drive it back to me. (laughs) Honestly, I don't know, but I wouldn't say more than, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. Yeah. It's still pretty good though. But but he's going, you know, that grade going up from my my barn, it's just enough that it's like, God, this sucks. But so, well, how long do you think, um, like if you put the uh, Milwaukee's in there, how long do you think it'll last uh, with those? They did. Okay, so on this the video I uh, I watched, I can actually link it in the show notes on this. But I'm going to grab a drink while you're talking about that. All right. Uh, I can hear you. It, I just can't talk to you. They, they did a no-load, just ran it, and it ran for like almost four hours on one 18-volt battery. So then they did another test and it ran for like two hours and 40 minutes. And this kid probably was eight years old and probably every bit of 70 pounds. And, and I, I mean, that was just so out of one battery. Well, I'm going to actually reduce the power down from 18 volt to 12 volt. Cause I don't want to burn up the controller in it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, who knows how long that thing's going to last. Cause I'm going to be running dual batteries, So it'll be pulling off off of the both batteries so i mean it could last forever <laughs> that's pretty cool it's like why are there any well i guess this tesla one has uh because the battery in it was pretty small it was probably the size of like a an 18 volt or whatever um but are most of those toy um cars like this are they still yeah. lead acid yeah they're all lead acid I mean, it's just, and, and it's a racket too. I mean, if you get a, if you get a, a actual power wheel battery, you're talking 80, $90 mm-hmm. and for like a $6 battery. Yeah. And I mean, I bought, I bought two lead acid, 12 amp hour batteries for, I think it was like $34, which I mean, let the bad, the bad thing about lead acid is you're adding extra weight. So, you know, yeah. I mean that well, calculates yeah. into your runtime. What's and, a what's a car battery like? Twenty pounds, twenty five. Yeah, well, they're, yeah, they're pretty heavy. It depends on you know how many cold cranking amps it is and everything. Yes, yeah, I, I don't think I guys I told you guys, but um, I think it was, you know, we're getting ready to start having all the storms and stuff. You know, spring storms, and we've already had some, right? <clears throat> but my sump pump. You know, it's got the uh, the double plug, you know, because it's got the plug for mm-hmm. the, I, I don't know, what it, one for the pump and then one for the, what the is it? battery the, backup. I don't have a battery backup. So what's the other plug for? Is it just, hmm. uh, is it just where, is it cause, so that it, it's a cutoff for when the, the float goes up and down? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <clears throat> so, I mean, the way to test it is you unplug the top plug and you plug it into the outlet and you bypass that the other one which is probably for the float switch and yeah. it should come on right away right right well i plugged it in nothing so then i kind of like jiggled a little bit waited and like 10 or 15 seconds later it finally kicked on like it's sticky hmm. and it's a year old yeah hmm. so i was like um i'm getting my backup pump before we start getting all this rain and everything so i think i was we, i think we talked about the pump spy um, the pump spy uh, backup system. Did we talk about that? Did I talk? No, I don't. I don't think we did. 
I know, I know we were talking when you built the house, we were talking about the water driven one, uh, because it, it yeah. doesn't, it doesn't need anything. I think, um, we were talking about, um, I was asking you about it and then that's when you said you were talking about the water one because the water one, the kit, it's not a very expensive kit, but no. you gotta, you gotta plumb it all up. This one, it still uses a lead acid battery, a 12 volt battery. Um, but what I liked about it is it, it comes with like the housing that has the controller on it and then you put the battery in that and then it comes with, um, that controller has Wi-Fi and, and you can connect to it with an app. And the cool thing about it is not only will it, uh, and it's a dual pump system. So then you got to buy like the dual hookup or whatever, and you can buy it as a kit. Cause it right. comes with, comes with the, uh, the controller system, the housing, the battery, and then the dual hookup kit. And then what it allows you to do is, um, let's see if I can, if this is going to load, um, that was the wrong video. God, you got some junk ass internet oh, over there, huh? No doubt, man. <laughs> um, but uh, what it allows you to do is you hook up your original pump and you hook up this pump, which is on the battery backup. But it has uh, the floats a little bit higher, so it, if the if the main pump doesn't kick mm. in, then this one will kick in. But the cool thing is the controller, and then it's connected to the app over Wi-Fi or whatever. So if your Wi-Fi goes down, it'll tell you your Wi-Fi is out. It'll tell you how many times an hour your pump cycles. Um, it also tests your primary pump once an hour just to make sure that it's still That's working. That's pretty cool. And then wow. if you do lose power and the backup kicks in, it'll tell you how often it's running, how much battery life you have left. It, it's really, I mean, it was, I mean, it was, it was like 700 bucks, but. Wow. Um, that's way cheaper than, yeah, way cheaper than a basement than, remodel. Yeah, way better than the basement flooding, and I don't know why this is uh, not yeah. loading, but um, yeah. oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> live, it's live, man. It's gonna happen. Uh, but, yeah, but this is their this is their YouTube channel. You can see here. Here's like a picture <laughs> of the system. <laughs> Elizabeth, we already talked about that earlier. <laughs> What oh what is she, she yeah she said can't y'all talk about Elon Musk named his kid I don't think any of us are smart enough to pronounce whatever it is I still haven't seen the pronunciation so I have no uh, idea. he he read through it and uh there was an article I don't know if I linked it to you guys or not but I was reading it earlier and it had how to pronounce it and I guess the A twelve at the end was uh uh yeah the, like uh, a, a nod to the spy plane or whatever the, gotcha. the a12 spy plane yep Be, and the reason they liked it was because it was it had no weapons it was just a spy plane yeah and you know whatever for that so yeah i don't know if you guys can see this so here's the here it is right here that's pretty so cool. this is like the housing with the controller it's got all the lights and everything on it and, the, and you know, of course you got the pump but if you if you don't need the whole system they they sell just an outlet so like the the white the bottom left is just the it's a smart outlet that you plug into your regular outlet huh. and then it, it connects to the app and this is like 129 130 bucks so it'll it'll still tell you like how often your pump cycles if your pump it'll do a test to make sure it's still working all that stuff so i thought that was That's awesome. wow so even if you don't want if you don't need the whole system or a dual pump system or if you already have a dual pump system well at now you put sense in your house. 
Yeah. Did did it ever find your sump pump? It did, but it didn't. It it, it labeled it as something else, like a heater or something. <laughs> did yours do I, that? Well, I've had I've been on uh, sending back back and forth messages, and I got tired of just dealing with them because yeah, it's not like, super smart. I, like the algorithm is still not really and, really good. And things start to go out, and it changes the the wavelength of the electrical motor, and then it lists its different stuff, and it's like you know, mm. it, I got like seven vacuums. <laughs> So, you know what is, and 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 it's it's just my shark the older it gets it throws off that much different, different of a waveform and it, and it thinks it's something totally different and i've that you know i've funny. been i've been going back and forth with them and you know i just it, it was cool when it first came out and then and and you know i do have some uh smart home uh automations run off of uh, through it which you know they work because because yeah. the the furnace really doesn't change yeah you know what the most useful thing i do with it is and i think you do the same thing is it, it tells me when the dryer goes off yes or, or the washer so i know yes. when it's time to but get the laundry out. here here's the problem <laughs> my washer does like a 15 minute uh like it'll it'll go and wash and then it'll let it soak for like 15 minutes. And so then it says go, it turned off. It'll says it turned off for 15 minutes. And then all of a sudden you go down there and it's still like mid cycle. Yeah. So I, I, I need to go in there and actually change that a little bit, oh, but I yeah, had it, yeah. I had it to where it would uh, change one of the lights to, to uh, blue for when the washer went off and then red for when the dryer went off that way you know i mean how many times you get busy you're doing laundry you forget it's in there and then you have to rewash your clothes because yep. like, <laughs> or they're all or they're all wrinkled because you left them in the dryer yeah. too long yeah yeah I, I do use it for that so like there's probably a bunch of other things i could set up for it but um i do like i mean it'll tell you like if something gets left on lo- a lot longer than it normally realizes that it should be like i have it you know it, it'll alert you on that too so like if someone were to happen to leave an oven on all day, like after a couple of hours, it's going to say, Hey, yeah. so, I mean, it, 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 ha- it has usefulness, but it's only as smart as what it's trying to detect. And the, right. algorithm. well, there's just such a wide variance in appliances. It's well, and, and I always try when it finds an appliance, I actually try to fill figure out, it out. Yeah. what, what appliance it is, what model number it is. That way that's a good point. That gives them, that gives them more data to build off of because it is a learning yeah. algorithm, but here's the problem. <clears throat> I had a, a routine set up because it found my refrigerator light. So it knew when my refrigerator light came on and I set it up. Which means, that if it's which on means for the, more than, the door's open. Right. So if it's on for more than two minutes, send me an alert. Well, <laughs> that light went bad. And you had to change so it to I, a new bulb. I changed it to, to L, all LED. Different well, guess voltage. what? That, now it doesn't, that work. doesn't work anymore. <laughs> and it, it ain't going to find it, you know? So it's just it's just a pain. I mean, it's, it's awesome, but I mean, I First couldn't tell problems. you the last time I... I actually, yeah, first world problems. I mean, I couldn't tell you that last time I actually opened the app. Yeah, how many times? Um, 
do we try to solve these problems with technology and then we just create more work and more headache for ourselves? Well, it's like, you it's know, getting I better. Mean, it does get better every day, but that, like, like we've had this conversation, like smart things versus, um, every, you know, everything else. It's like anything you yeah. use, nothing's perfect right now. And, and that's why I try to stay within certain ecosystems, but yeah. well, it's just not, yeah. I would. I, I wish I would have stayed more with Hugh, but I'd be broke. But uh, you know, and because when the power goes out, my Hue lights go back out when the power comes back on. All my other lights, they come on the full brightness. Oh yeah, because well, and they didn't always do that. They added no, that that power right. the, the, the power on, like you could to where to say, okay, I want you to remember where you what you were doing before the power went out. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't always do that, which sucked because I had that happen, you know, early on where, you know, you'd have a power outage, 30 seconds, whatever, a couple minutes, and then every damn light in the house would come back on full (laughs) white bright, you know, it's not just. And then you got to let for, let, let your, your internal internet come back up. Yeah, you couldn't turn it, you could, unless you were going to go around and manually turn them all off. Right, and, and. And then you got to wait for Alexa and just say, you know, once she finally, I mean, I'm sorry, the, the a word. <laughs> oh, you did. <laughs> sorry it. for uh, you people watching, you know, he, sh- he or she, who he, shall, he shall not be shall named, not be named. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, and it's frustrating, especially like three o'clock in the morning. And then, you know, you hear the power go out and then 30 seconds later it comes on and all lights are on. It's like, Oh crap. We don't want to wake up Arlo. You know, it's bad enough that we're we're uh, awake already. Yep, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> uh, see, see what you're missing out on, Matt. You're not missing out. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound like I'm missing out. Do, do it's the last the, thing I want. Do the wise do the wise uh, lights? If you lose power, do they come back on, or do they stay? I don't know. You don't lose power. I don't have any wise lights. I thought you had wise lights. Nope. I was going to get them, but then I heard too many issues with them on the forums, on the Facebook page. I got gotcha. you. I, I have I, two. I have two smart lights from that um, brand that Costco sells, F E I T. Yeah. But I've never necessarily lost power during the day when I'm awake in the living room, sitting next to them to find out if it happens. So I got you. You know. We don't have any smart lights in the bedroom. Because that's where the magic happens. Yeah, if you had smart lights (laughs) in the bedroom, you could set up some nice routines. Okay. (laughs) My routine is the lights go off and I go to bed. The the copper? (laughs) No, actually, I say, uh, uh, hey, Google, good night. And then she just does her thing and turns on the air purifier and turns off the lights and locks the front door and nice that's it for now but yeah works pretty good i don't know if you guys have um you guys have you guys both have prime amazon prime right mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, in oh, yeah amazon prime video there's a new series I, I i don't think it's very old it just came out it's called upload basically it's like there's an afterlife where you can upload your consciousness into and there's several different versions depending on what you want and this guy <laughs> gets uploaded i won't go into the circumstances why because that'll kind of ruin some of the it's actually really funny. It's like it's a lot of the same type of things. Just like, yeah, okay, 
I mean, it, it, but just around technology and whatnot. If you guys get a chance, check it out. I, I, we watched like the first two episodes of it. It's actually really good. Yeah, I saw. I think I saw an ad for that, and I was like, that looks pretty interesting. It's kind of like uh, what was that movie that uh, Damon? Uh, I don't know where. Where basically you could be shrunk, and you know you had a whole bunch of. If money and it went farther when you were shrunk. Yeah. It was a pretty funny movie, but yeah, here it is right here. Yeah. It's got almost, it's a, you know, it's got really That's, high, like high, yeah. 8.2 IMDB, 4,300, you know, almost, you know, probably four and a half ish stars. Yeah. 2033 people can be uploaded into virtual reality hotels run by six different <laughs> tech firms. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, uh, wow. And it was really funny. It's like, I think it was episode two or three we were watching. Um, and one of the companies was called, uh, um, you know, Oscar Meyer, uh, the food company. <laughs> it was Oscar Meyer, but then it was like another tech, like they bought a tech company or the they had like merged. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Oscar Meyer. I don't remember what it was now, but I was like, just, it's like stuff like that. It's like, it cracks me up. Like little things like that they have in it. And there's a lot of like virtual reality stuff in it and things like that because you can interact with people who get uploaded through VR, and yeah. it, it's it's actually uh, it's actually really and, funny. And that that's kind of like a take off of uh, Alter Carbon. Mm. Did, you, did you ever listen to that book yeah, or, the, or watch is, the series is, on Netflix? Yeah, this is more like you get uploaded and then like you're there, right? You you're not you don't have a body anymore. Okay. Whereas Alter Carbon, you you your consciousness can be downloaded it, into new into the stack. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This is probably like Altered Carbon version one. <laughs> it's 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 <laughs> yeah. it's pretty funny. I thought it was entertaining. If you guys get a chance, I'd I'd rec- if you're looking for something to watch. It's worth a, uh, it's worth an episode. Like the first episode's like forty six minutes, but then all the other episodes are like thirty minutes. After that, I got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty good. Um, next up, we had the. Uh, so we were talking about Rivian last podcast, and this came across. I think yeah, a few days after that, where Ford, uh-huh. Ford and Lincoln, who I think. Ford was a big investor, still is a big investor in Derivian, said that they weren't going to use the uh, the Rivian-powered um, technology in their vehicles. So I think they were going to use the the, ska- the, ska- the the skateboard, the platform, which was like the chassis, the battery, the suspension, and then they were going to build their, their car platforms off of that. They were just going to reuse a lot of that same technology instead of developing their own. Well, then this article says that, you know, they're canceling those vehicles um, because of the pandemic, which I think, you, yeah, Matt, you were like, it, it, I don't know. I don't see how that makes a lot of sense. But <laughs> no. And, it, and, it, and, it's, what? and if you read this, it, it actually, I think it's more Lincoln because yeah. it said Ford and its luxury brand Lincoln, which do you guys consider Lincoln to be a luxury brand? Like if you're going to go buy a luxury well, vehicle, is like well, Lincoln even at- come in your mind? Well, it's like the it's it is kind of a middle class luxury vehicle. I mean, yeah, they're not cheap. It's not something I would ever think of. It's like it's not something I think about when I think about a luxury car. Like think right. about Cadillac. Well, it, or <clears throat> but Lincoln Escalade. used to be a luxury car. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. But honestly, I don't. 
I don't see why Ford would dump five hundred million into something and then, you know, pull out of it because Rivian had six or seven test vehicles that they basically went out and bought Ford F one fifties, you know, and And see I don't think this has anything their, to do with the one fifty, Darren. I don't think the one fifty yeah. was gonna use this same platform because it doesn't well, say that's nothing what Riv- about it. But that's what Rivian did is they put they put it uh, an F one fifty right onto their their chassis to do what, as a test mule. Was it the Rivian chassis or was it their own? No, it was it was the Rivian chassis. Okay. Because Rivian did it themselves. I gotcha. Because there was some uh, basically there, somebody leaked a photo. Uh, it had a charge port on the driver's side uh, front fender. And then uh, it had an exhaust out the back, but they got pictures from underneath, and it was just hanging there. Yeah, I remember It wasn't that. even hooked to anything, yeah. Yeah, because this, I mean, this says that they had a, they had an all-electric SUV that was planned based off of the Rivian platform mm-hmm. that was going to be canceled. But they're still working with Rivian on an alternate vehicle based on that same skateboard platform. So... Like, maybe this was just one vehicle that they decided not to do. I mean, maybe The Verge just kind of used this as clickbait. I don't know, because they put Ford and Lincoln in there. But maybe it's not. Maybe there's still a lot of things going on. They're just It's just not really clearly spelled out. But Because they said Lincoln declined to say specifically why they canceled it. And Lincoln's Ford is, uh, Lincoln is uh, owned by Ford, right? Yes. It's their luxury brand. So I don't think it's really a Ford thing. I think it's just something that Lincoln was doing because, you know, like you said, I mean, Ford, $500 million investment, Amazon, $700 million investment. And then, and then just in December, they had a 1.3 billion round of fundraising, Mm -hmm. but they, there was also another article. I think one of you posted it about I think Matt, you were talking about, they aren't going to have vehicles ready until 2022 or tw- late 2021, whereas it was supposed to be way before that. So that seems yeah, like a long time for, for off for, cause it seems like they're way farther along than, or at least far enough along to where they can start delivering vehicles next year sometime. Well, I think they were until the, all this uh, shutdown, you know, yeah. mandatory shutdown came in. I mean, you know, that's going to put, because I don't think they, I don't think, well, I've been following Rivian from the beginning, you know, and they were talking like the first year they're going to put out a thousand, the next 10,000 and a hundred thousand. But once, uh, Amazon stepped up and then Ford stepped up, you know, that increased, uh, dramatically. But then all this COVID-19 stuff happened and people had to shut down and, you know, it's just one of those things that's like, well, where's that put them? You know, it puts everybody behind. I mean, we're waiting on some trucks for work and we don't know when we're going to get them because they're not making them right now. Electric ones or? No, no, I wish. God, that'd be awesome. But no, just, just F-250s, just, uh, cab and a halfs, you know, just our normal run around trucks. I mean, we got our crew cabs that we're keeping for another five years just because of the budget now. But, uh, we were already, cause we, we lease, we lease all our vehicles. Uh, it actually works out better in our, uh, 
in our line. That way we can always have new vehicles every, you know, four to five years. Yeah. It's a CapEx versus OpEx thing. So, I mean, it makes sense. A lot of people do that and Mm -hmm. you just, you don't want to own that asset and then have to sell it. It's just easier if it's leased, but, um, well, and we live in the rust belt. I mean, you know, then you get, you get more than five, six, seven years on a vehicle. I mean, uh, when we first got rid of all our vehicles, I mean, we had like an 89, uh, pickup, (laughs) you know, and, and half the bed was rotted out on it. I mean, that was our oldest one. I mean, but some of them, you know, 94, 95, uh, dump trucks that, have had salt in them and basically were were pop riven in uh old street signs to it to make the bed <laughs> to where it has you know and, and that's just that's just what what you get into you know i mean our our big plow trucks are you know 160 170 yeah. you know we lease those for five six years and then you know we don't take the hit and then local smaller you know townships can afford that that better price. vehicle yeah, yeah. that use price and then you know we're we're in nice equipment all the time matt what do you think about i mean i think the the amazon investment was mainly for delivery trucks right so they mm-hmm. wanted to replace their fleet and move to an all-electric fleet and i think some of that came from you know they're making a ton of money their stock price is still like they're even better now i mean their stock price just mm-hmm. keeps going up because people are still buying stuff from them um they were wanting they, they a lot of internal employees were complaining that they weren't doing enough for sustainability. So then I think this was one of the things that they did, and then they I think another one was like they're going to try to make their data centers more um, net neutral, more uh, more green, if you will. But I think their investment was mostly focused around the uh, delivery trucks, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it's what we talked about a few about you know kind of early mid last year. I see. I feel like. Yeah, it's. Um, I can't wait. It's like I just can't wait for. Uh, for this, I mean, I, I'm not going to say it's not mainstream because I mean, heck, we see Teslas all the time. You, you anytime we see like you was it you sent that Model Y? I think it was it Matt like a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You seen a Model yeah. Y locally, and then you got the Chargers right across the street from you. Um, which yeah, they're not Tesla, but it doesn't. I mean. If we're getting infrastructure, like uh, that's the it's the chicken and egg thing. It's like you got to have the infrastructure, mm-hmm. got to have the chargers. But I think the majority of people, if they're charging at home, that's fine. They don't ex- necessarily need the chargers all over the place, unless you're going on a road trip or something. But um, yep. it's only gonna. I I think the uh, you know when's that tipping tipping point gonna happen for EVs? Is it two years, five years, ten years? I mean, I think it's. It could be it's, any. It could be yeah. any year, right? I mean, it just what is it going to like? Look what we're going through now. It could take. It, it only takes that one little thing, or maybe big thing, yeah, to well, change I that mean, perception to be like, we got to do this now. Well, look yeah. at look at when they uh, Tesla got uh, Maxwell Technologies, you know, and and then all of a sudden the, this range game started playing where they're like, well, if this works out the way it looks you know we're going to be able to to get into the mid 500s on our range you know and and that's amazing and like i had planned to put a couple uh ev chargers in in every one of our parks but you know with all this stuff that happened pretty much yeah. we're on a shutdown on spending any money so you know yeah. it, well the that, ro- the roadster is supposed to be what 600 
Mm-hmm. Like how, without the Maxwell technologies or some kind of new battery technology, how are they going to even do that? Because that's not like that's well, not like the uh, or even the the Tesla semis. It's like the the, the capacity has to dramatic, dramatically increase to get the energy capacity needed for something like that a five hundred or six hundred mile range, right? Right. I, I I seen something today or yesterday that they were supposed to have like a some kind of announcement or press conference around battery technology coming up soon. Did you guys hear that? No, I haven't. Where they seen were that. they were going to talk about um, the new the newer or the next reverse revision of their battery technology. It's going to use less cobalt and some other things. And mm. I don't know if it's going to be the one that's going to be good enough for. I mean, the Roadster and the Semi are. Well, what, a year or two away? Didn't the semi, didn't it have like four charge ports well, that it had yeah, to yep. use? And it had it, four packs. I'm sure it's, is it a, like a 200 kilowatt battery pack yeah. or 300? Yeah. Maybe it's even more, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm excited for it. I can't wait. I just, I wish it would happen already <laughs> because the sooner, the sooner it happens, well, the faster the price gets driven down and the sooner that we can afford to buy EVs, right? Yeah. I mean, what was that? What was that? Uh, that random company that I linked that was a semi truck that we never even. Oh, yeah. It was heard. A, was it some Chinese company or something? Or what was it? No, I thought it was like Dahmer. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like no information on it. It just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, I think that, I mean, that kind of leads us into the next uh, topic was. Which one of you put this on there? The Jay Leno off-road? Uh, I, put, I, I put that on there. This thing is awesome. The Bollinger, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so here, like, you, you know, I'll put it, we'll put it in the show link, the show notes and stuff like that on the, on YouTube. So if you're not following us on YouTube, better go, better go do it right now. Or you're not going to see the highlights and the full, the full links. Um, but I, I think, I, I think 40, yeah, 47 seconds in. So he's going to – I'm going to go – I'll play the audio because there's no music. Uh, I don't think there's any copyright issues with it. But d- is this something he made or he had somebody make? I didn't no, see No, no. Bollinger's uh, – they, they make that. They make them. Uh, it was a – if I It's just if a I remember right, that they let him – because he's Jay Leno. I mean, like, yeah. Right. Of course let him. Well, this guy was like an ar- architect forever, but he grew up. Uh, loving cars and whatnot and then finally one day he said screw it i'm going to build my vehicle that i want to build and it's but it wasn't be- electric was it always electric yes it, it has always been that so is, how long has this been around uh three or four years really so this prototype yeah. that he's using is a few years old uh i think yeah i think they have they have hmm. multiple prototypes well, let me play this because it's like like the visibility and some of the things that they're showing off in this, it's kind of what we're seeing in other things now. It's like, it's pretty mm-hmm. crazy. In the Atlas, there's, there's more truck options than the Cybertruck and Rivian, you know? But they've always been electric on them? Yes. Well, that's pretty cool. Now, sharks yeah. seem especially dangerous. There are animals you can... Here it is. Yeah, this they is have... A, yeah, this is a Bronco. Yeah. Yeah, that's an old Ford Bronco, yeah. But it looks a lot so, like yeah. the Bronco. So if you pull up pull up a Bollinger Motors to twenty foot lumber through it, wow. Yeah, look at that thing. God, hmm. I I B one B two B two chassis. 
Yeah, I mean, I love, I love the Jeez. just the utilitarian look of it. Yeah, and it it's like a, look, it's like a Hummer, you know. It doesn't look like a Pinewood Derby uh, <laughs> entry, like the the Cybertruck. <laughs> hey, but can you put a dent in it? <laughs> so, sorry, Elon, but uh, it's kind of ugly. Fifteen-inch ground clearance. That is pretty cool. Yeah, but if you get a chance, just YouTube that, and. Uh, and there's like a story that the the Bollinger guy I can't remember his name. What are these I mean, running? Uh, build one. Yeah, build one real quick. Yeah, build the truck. Truck. Okay. Oh Ooh. wow. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Okay, never mind. We might we might be going for a cyber truck. Let's say how much is the cyber truck? Seventy. Well, I know I know the fully loaded Rivian, which is like a midsize between like the, the Tacoma and the uh, and the F one fifty. A fully loaded with the full range and every option is like ninety five. Oh wow. Yeah. But I thought the Cybertruck, like the base model, was supposed to be fifty, and then the fully loaded one was like seventy. Is that right? Yeah, but who who who's going to buy a base model? Well, even seventy. I mean, this is one one twenty. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but look at that thing. Well, they're in Michigan too. They're they're right down the street from Rivian. Yep. Well, I don't know about right down the street, but Michigan's a pretty huh. big state. Yeah, it is. That Especially is crazy. Upper Peninsula. Yeah, but that B one man, I mean, you know, it, it's it's cool too. That was the SUV. Yeah. Well, how much was it? So, so the 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 spec horsepower on it six hundred fourteen with six hundred sixty sixty eight foot pounds of torque. Same price. Yeah. So, but but if you go into the range, I mean, you're only talking two hundred miles because they don't have the technology. That's pretty sexy right there. Oh, that's yeah, cool. I mean, built like a tank. Hmm. Only class three? What? what? What does that mean? What does class three mean? <laughs> uh, well, class three, I mean, you got your... If you look at your hitches, I don't know if it goes on that or not, uh, but it's towing, towing capacity... So you got a class one, a class two, and a class three. Hitch. 120 kilowatt, 5,000 pounds, dual motor. Hmm. Hmm. Meets class three regulations, but it doesn't. Yeah, it's got to be probably somewhere on here. I have to check that out, but wonder what that means exactly. Class three regulations for EVs, or just class three regulations regulations for like trucks, SUVs. See, I think it's. I, if you type in class three, it all comes up to hitches. Oh, okay. Well, says five thousand pound payload, so portal gear, portal gear hubs, dual motor, hmm. hydro pneumatic self leveling suspension. In the yes. in the Cybertruck supposed to have something like that? Yes. Crazy. It looks cool. Yeah. And then and then uh, pull up the atlas since we're going down this rabbit hole, anyways. From them or somebody else? No, no, no. It's Atlas. It's it's their it's it's their own company. Is it another EV or? Uh, yeah. Electric vehicle Atlas. It's a, it's another truck. Is that? I don't think I don't think that's right. 
Yeah, I don't know if I want to play uh, Google ch uh, Search Roulette live. <laughs> 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 um, you can send it. Send Hold me on. The link and then, uh, you said it's an Atlas truck? Yeah, a Atlas Truck Company. So, atlasmotorvehicles.com. Okay, there it is. There it is. Oh. Yeah. Where did you see? Yeah. I haven't seen this yet either. Where have you... I thought I shared all this with you. I'm sorry. I don't remember. This has been out for years. They've hmm. they've had this for a couple of years, and there's another one that I cannot remember, but they named it after a plant that they took over in Michigan somewhere. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I mean, Michigan. I mean, you got a lot. Five hundred mile range. Yeah, what? that's what they're claiming. And a fifteen fifteen minute charge time what get out of here that's that's what they've been claiming dude get out of here i i'm just it's gonna be on one charger in michigan at the plant <laughs> that'll charge you in 15 minutes probably here we go 300 mile range 45k 500 it's mile not range, bad eight foot bed four doors seventeen thousand pound hitch towing 35 dude there you go 78 grand huh Dude, that's or you can just add on the eight foot bed carpet leather interior. Autonomous features will be build will be build built into the vehicle. No charges <laughs> this time. Um, what, dude? I'm ordering one to tomorrow. Seventy eight thousand. Sounds like vaporware to me. <laughs> I mean, it, they've they've been out for a couple years, so mm. I mean, it's just not like an overnight. It just popped up. Yeah, is that like a rent? Is that a rendering, or do they actually have? No, a, that's uh, actually they have some. If, if you just go to, um, so I need to go to Michigan to see this. Hold on, road trip, huh? Somewhere along the way. Don't fail me, YouTube. Don't fail me. Oh, jeez. <laughs> there we what, go. What, what is it? What the hell? It's know. already it's already a uh, buffering and and looks super nasty on on facebook as it is oh, yes no. joe that will pull your camper <laughs> uh, oh yeah <laughs> you didn't stop the plex did you um ashley you watch on plex get off plex ashley come on <laughs> let me let me check it real quick <laughs> dead eyed Nope. Uh, I can't. Uh, I gotta pull up. I can't do it on the incognito. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's uh. Start it from the beginning, maybe. Here. Ah, nope. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't for what reason it does not like me being on incognito. Let me see if I pull up. Uh... My uncle Joe wanted to know if it's got a Hemi. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nobody's on. Nobody's on Plex. So yeah, Just that's um Friday night slowdown. I think it just could be like, oh, it might, it might be working. It might be working. 
not playing the uh, audio discs because there's no copyright, but this is only, what is this, two minutes? So this is this was May 6th, so this was two days ago. 300 views? They only have what? 2K subscribers. Yeah, it just says join us. What does it say? See, I don't, I, I mean, they're just not, they haven't been pushing it out there like other, other, uh, places have. Join us. Oh, so they're like, uh, calling out to, um, auto workers to join them. Huh. Hmm. So that they're, they're probably not going to actually show anything to do with the vehicle. No, then. no. No, not on this one. Nope. Uh, let's go back. Virtual battery day, March 31st. Huh? An hour and 25 minutes. Man, they yeah. get in-depth then, huh? Yeah, so it looks like they've only had um, videos for a couple of months. I'll have to go check this out. Yeah, I'll have to uh, subscribe. See, I've seen other videos again. from them. I don't, I don't know if it was uh, before they did a uh, YouTube platform. Could but be. I know... I know they have a, a Facebook also that I've seen some uh, like little snippets of. But yeah, so, it's exciting times. Yeah, well, I mean, we need as many different companies, as much competition as possible. That's the only way we're going to drive down the cost and make it affordable for everybody, right? Well, I mean, what we really need is. GM, Ford, Toyota, Hyundai. We need all the big auto manufacturers to make fully electric vehicles as soon as possible. Yeah, like, but we we won't get there until we can I figure know. out the batteries. Yeah, as soon as Tesla, as soon as Tesla figures out the batteries, how to make them, you know, cheaper, you know, build them cheaper, we're not going to see a cheaper car. From anybody, yeah, you know, because if, if Tesla can't get it cheaper, Toyota's not going to be able to get it cheaper. GM can't get it cheaper. It's not going to matter, you know. But what? But what? Is, what does that say for GM and Toyota and Ford when they say we're going to rely on these startups, these new companies, to develop the battery technology? But we're the ones that have all the money. We're the ones who can drive the innovation and the R and D. We're just not going to spend the money right now because. We don't want to waste, I don't know, I wouldn't say waste it, but they're going to rely on another company to come up with that technology, and then they're either going to reverse engineer it, make it better, buy it, whatever. That just seems silly to me. It's like spend some money, be innovative, try to solve the problem, not well, wait for Tesla or somebody else to do it. I mean, what? Well, look back in the early GM, uh, what was that first electric vehicle they had? That oh, the EV1? That, yeah. And, and, you know, they went back and bought all those because they didn't want that technology getting out there. Yeah. So why why can't they build on that? I mean, you know. Yeah. If and, they, and, imagine if they would have continued developing that platform right. and not killed it for whatever reason, where it would be today. It would probably, there would have been no Tesla probably. Yeah, but th think about, think about the uh, meme I sent not too long ago where it said, uh, said evs are cheaper than than oil prices and then it said oil prices hold my beer because it dropped down to like what negative 32 dollars a barrel yeah or whatever it was yeah yeah well 
We'll see, right? It's yet to be determined. But um, yeah, I would like to see more investment from the big auto manufacturers and not waiting for them to, I don't know, it's almost like they're in a wait and see mode. It's like, I've owned nothing, I've owned, we've owned Toyotas for the last 15 years, but other than yeah. the, the the Prius, like they have made no right true and real investment to go all electric or even have one and what, electric vehicle. Chevrolet has what, the Volt that's all electric? Well, at least that's better than right. Most of the most, you know, Mercedes right. had the i3. Well, no, um, Mercedes. Mercedes said by what, like twenty. What was that article that was like last year? They yeah. said by like twenty thirty, they wanted to be all electric. They well, would not have. Didn't Ford say that too? Like by a certain date, they wanted to be all electric, and they were no. They were no? they were going to get rid of just the trucks. Just their truck. Well, I don't think they'll ever get rid of uh, diesel or. Or gas in their their bigger trucks in their f-250s f-350s yeah. and and so on and so forth because <clears throat> the workforce out there probably wouldn't be uh as much into it as yeah. we are you know if it uh, and honestly you know we have we have diesel trucks at work and 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 you cannot beat the the re- reliability of the newer diesel engines and if electric gets to that point to where, you know, I can tow uh, uh, two trains uh, behind my vehicle, you know, which which they can. What do you? Well, I know. No, but, I, I think it will get there eventually. But if I'm going to go to a job site like like Rivian was talking about, or or Bo- maybe it was Bollinger, one of them was like, <clears throat> you can go to a job site all day and and use your battery power and work work and run your welders and everything and then drive home it's like yeah i I don't see that happening (coughs) have you seen that nine second electric camera no i haven't seen that joe you find the link to it post it yeah that would be pretty awesome i haven't seen that so the uh the next one up is the um (laughs) elon said he was going to sell all of his possessions own no house and that he thinks the tech, the Tesla stock price is too damn high, <laughs> which is funny because I think since he said this, what uh, seven days ago, the Tesla stock prices went up like six or seven percent, which is. But, but the the day that he did that, though, they dropped ten percent. Yeah, it did drop. Which why would you say that? Like <laughs> why why would you say that I about think, your company? I mean, at least I don't know. I mean, you could think that. I mean, but. There's a lot of other stocks that are probably overvalued, but why would you, like, he's got to be careful because he can get in trouble for that. Well, stuff. they they they're already investigating. Yeah, it I know. They, because they, of and that, they, it's like you can't can't do that stuff, dude. And it's like, and then he says he's just going to sell his houses and he's not going to. Where's he going to live? Yeah. Yeah. A van under the uh, bridge. I'm selling almost all physical possessions. <sighs> we'll own no house. I mean, he's going to live at the the Fremont Tesla plant. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he probably lives there pretty much anyway, all the time. But, and I think I don't know if it was in this article, but one of the other links because there's been several different places reporting on this. Um, he's like, "Are you doing it because you need the cash, or is the protest the world, or is it to protest the world burn down? Don't need the cash. Devoting myself to Mars and Earth." possessions just weighing you down so and, I, mean, yeah. I, I get it but it's like he I, wants no distractions yeah i but, think i think that's a good point matt is it, it's distractions maybe he's never there um 
because I looked at the two properties in LA, or I think it was in LA or California, wherever it was. It might not have been exactly LA, but like one was like nine million and one was like thirty. They were on Zillow. They were he posted them on Zillow for sale by owner. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I have to see if I could find it. I was like, uh, <laughs> what were you gonna say, Darren? Um, you know, when when you have a savant mentality like them who knows what they're actually thinking you know but uh i i found that uh that electric camaro i sent you the link on messenger i don't know if you saw that or not <clears throat> but i i think i think uh he's is on a different level than anybody else on the planet <laughs> and oh yeah you know and and he is in a spot to where I don't understand him selling off all his possessions because, you know, he doesn't need the money. I mean, every, every time he needs money, he just sells off something and then invests it right back into his, his businesses. So it's like, is that what he's doing here? Yeah, it's, it's all up here. He know, he knows he's got a plan. It just, I don't think we're at that level to understand what that plan is. Yeah. I really don't. And just reading this article was like, you know, I just kind of skimmed through them when I look at them. Musk owns at least seven lavish homes worth over a hundred million dollars in total. Yeah. What? Why? Why do you need seven homes? Why? <laughs> like, isn't your, your company's out West? Do you own seven homes out west? Like, I can yeah, understand maybe one on east coast and one on west coast, but yeah, why I mean, does, does seven he, homes? Does he have one uh, in South Africa or wherever he came from? You know, maybe <laughs> to go yeah. back to every now and then. Possibly. Well, and I, I mean, think about this. It's like, I mean, I, I I'm bad about this as well. Like, I know that there's things that I need to get done, but then you get a tweet or a text message or something goes off like a slack whatever i'm like if i really know i need to get something done and i need to get it done by a certain time frame like i will close everything else down and focus because and maybe maybe that's his mentality like it's a distraction i don't need it i'm not going to be there like this is my goal i want to focus on this one or two things well i don't know i could i guess you, but you know from listening to to that book I mean, yeah. when when he was focused on a project, he would lock himself in, in a room for three, four, five days. Mm -hmm. And then when he came out, he'd go, okay, I have a new idea. Here it is. Right. Here's what we're going to. And, and, you know, I mean, or like people said when he when they were just having, having a conversation about what needs to be done and whatnot, he'd just stop talking for like half an hour to an hour, two hours, and then just pick up the conversation like, it never stopped. I mean, I, I just, I can't understand how somebody's mind works on that next level like his does. And, and it's, it's really cool because, you know, we was not around when Einstein was here, you know, and basically he is the Einstein of our, our generations. He is our, uh, Tony Stark, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, not yeah. as cool. <laughs> not as flamboyant or mm. here's the uh so let's see if this uh yeah 
lavish LA mansions appear to be listed for sale days after billionaire pledged to own no house. Let's see if the links are still up. Yeah, so here is the, um, these may not be active anymore, but one of Elon Musk's home as listed on Zillow, and it said it was listed by owner. So this is a $9.5 million ranch. Little bungalow. Formerly owned by Gene Wilder. Oh, yeah, I remember reading that. So I think he bought it just because maybe he has a, a affinity towards Gene Wilder. I don't know, but... Um, but he also says, like, whoever buys it, keep it as is. Like, the only stipulation I have is can't be torn down or lose any of its soul. So apparently, like, he's done very little to this. And it's, like, still in the same similar status to when when Gene owned it. 2,700 square feet, um, pool, separate guest cottage. Yeah, it's crazy. And then the other one. Jeez. $30 million Bel Air estate. Um, built in 1990, but it's been ex- extensively remodeled. Um, you know, master suite has dual baths and closets, family wing, two-story library, theater, two-room guest suite, lighted championship tennis court, wine cellar, gym pool, vast grassy yard, and fruit <laughs> orchard, motor court, and five-car garage. <laughs> Good lord. CNBC con- contacted Zillow to verify the listings are real, but a subscription was not immediately available. So I don't know, like, if these are even still up, but, like, posted by owners, like, he, he either did it or he has an assistant do it or somebody yeah. that works for him. It's like, okay, Elon, if you really wanted to sell these, I mean, I guess the Gene Wilder one, there might be a lot of people that would just buy it right up, right, straight up. Yeah. But, you really can't afford to pay a realtor some commission. And if you really wanted to sell these quickly and not have to worry about it, I mean, are you worried about losing that commission on these? It's like, come on, man. It's still live on Zillow. Is it? Yeah. Is it still safe for sale by owner? Yeah. That's just crazy. I mean, I guess he's figuring an an agent of somebody else that's going to buy it would probably – but it's like, why would he want to deal with that? Why get it? Yeah. Get, get a real estate. Maybe he'll get one, you know, or he'll have. Maybe he's got attorneys or something that'll take care of it. I don't know. But it's just like, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that is crazy. Uh, Do you see the estimated monthly mortgage? One hundred fifty-six thousand dollars or whatever. Oh, one hundred thirty-one thousand. Good lord. Yeah. A, a six-bedroom, eleven-bath, sixteen hundred. Yeah, 16,251 square feet. Square feet. <laughs> what the hell, man? Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Hey, I mean, it, I, he has other kids, though, too, right? I mean, I well, he has got like eight or nine kids, I'm pretty yeah. sure. He's been married. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's been married a couple times. Well, the whole reason, the whole reason he built the Model S was he wanted a family car that all uh, he could take his whole family in yeah so that's what the 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 back seats were in the trunk or however they set that up or whatever i can't remember exactly but yeah he said he wanted to build cars that that his whole family could be in but yet Mm. they built the the lotus tesla roadster uh yeah. At the very beginning, you know. Crazy. Well, I think the roadster was to appease people to invest in, because it was wasn't it like a hundred thousand dollar deposit to even get the roadster. 
it was like two hundred fifty thousand, and then with a hundred thousand dollar deposit, and they took that hundred thousand dollar deposit, and to, as capital, is, isn't that how that worked? I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. they they basically made the roadster so they could make the S. Yeah, the roadster like was the it was the foundation to build everything else off of, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, and that's basically what they've done with every model, you know, build so many so they can start the next one. And I don't know if you, you know, the full story, but the, uh, the model three was supposed to be the model E, but Ford owns a patent on E. (laughs) So basically he just gave them the finger (laughs) about that. So this was oh, this was back from 2018. This yeah. was at uh, what Joe posted. 800 yeah. volt electric command. E-Copo. What is that? So uh, Copo, so basically every year they make so many Copos. Uh, the Gas Monkey Garage bought mm. up all of them a few years ago. Well, they're basically they're just a race car. And you can buy them from the factory and then just put motors and stuff in them. So uh, the E-Copo, I guess, is just, thank you, is just an uh, electric version of the Copo. So somebody took a Copo Camaro and, and made and it put electric. It, okay, so this is like a one-off. Yes. Hmm. And, of course, I'm buffering. That's crazy. Special order performance models, so this so that company is making these to order. Yeah, because they probably got a, a handle on. I can't remember how many they make a year, and you know, sixty nine. They made sixty nine. Yeah, only sixty nine. Yep. Okay, so well, it says there was a twenty nineteen prototype as well. So maybe there's a newer one. Uh, Could, that was just the first article I came across. So. Yeah, converts maybe. old muscle cars into sub 10 second electric dragsters. That's pretty cool. Joe, did you see the, um, what was it? The, uh, the, the Cobra jet, the Cobra jet 1400 or what was it? Is that what it was called? Yeah. It was on our last, uh, podcast. That, that, that thing was crazy too. I mean, it's a Ford, but still it's like, what was it? Eight, eight seconds. Uh, I can't remember. 8.9 sub nine. Yeah. It was fast. Well, it was it was Ford's answer to to Tesla. I mean, yeah, you know, if you gotta if you gotta build basically a race car to to compete with Tesla, I don't know that. Uh, what was that new? Was it the Porsche? The Ty Taycan. Ty, yeah, yeah Taycan. The, the, the one the one for the uh, uh, where they drag times. I think it was. that video you sent the other day oh yeah it was the uh the new version of the model s and the Taycan. they were going back and forth crazy yeah yeah i mean it's just gonna we're just gonna continue to see more and more of this hopefully i mean that's i mean it's the way it's gonna go right i mean right the the instantaneous torque and the 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 electric motors are gonna get better the battery technology is gonna get better I mean, you got the, you've got electronics controlling things that were normally a human controlling, which you know is going to be more consistent, more repeatable, if you will. 
So, yeah, this makes sense. It's crazy. All right, fellas, the last one. So I posted this earlier today. I know you probably haven't had a, a, a chance to look at it. No. Um, I'd seen some uh, some separate articles throughout the week on this, and this one kind of um, brought them all together. So Facebook and Google and some other companies had posted things separately, but uh, they posted this um, as a more and – and I think we're going to see more of this, but – so tech companies in general um, have pretty much said, you know, we'll let our employees work from home for the rest of the year if need be, or even in some cases just saying just go ahead and do it. And, I mean, some 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 jobs are like that anyway. Like my position, I'm probably 50-50. I'm 50% home and then the 50% at a customer location or – Maybe a, a, an office location, more customer location than office. It's probably 50% at home, 35 40% at a customer location, and 5 to 10% at a, at a company-owned, like one of my company-owned locations. So some roles are just like that. But I think in general, they're saying that they found out through this ordeal that they can do their job perfectly fine and you know maybe do they reduce their expenditures on office buildings and office space and things like that i mean maybe i don't know um and i don't know yeah i think this video yeah, just goes into some get into, but if you get into that i mean you're looking at a, a less of a, a footprint so you know it's mm -hmm. a little bit more environmentally sound if they're if they are you know working from home i know elizabeth's mom she's been able to do almost everything from home i, yeah. I think they're using teams uh the microsoft teams when mm -hmm. they have to do meetings and you know yeah. she works from home like one or two days a week anyways so you know are these companies going to go hey you know we'll, for your internet if you just want to stay home or or something like that because i i feel that uh if you're in that position that you would be a little bit more, I mean, she, she drives all the way to Loveland every day. So that's a 40 some minute commute, but where she can just get up, get right on, start working. You know, I, I feel that if you were at home, it would be a hard way to, you'd have to have some discipline to be able to, okay, well, I need to get this work done and then I can start a load of laundry or, or whatever, you know? I mean, mm -hmm. it would be a nice balance because you could get your work done. You didn't have all the, the chit-chat uh, water cooler uh, conversations that you have or people ducking in your office every 10 minutes. And, and I think a lot more work could get done and a lot of businesses are probably seeing that right now. I mean, there, and I, I, I definitely miss like interacting with people <laughs> outside of the people who live in my house. But that's a good point because um, how many houses are empty during the majority of the day um, because people are at work, you know, and there's good and bad, but there's, there's, there's the good, there's both, there's two sides to it, right? I mean, there's, there's going to be pluses to, to either way you look at it or minuses either way you look at it. And Matt and I were kind of talking about this before we started the show. Um, you know, there's probably going to be some people that have been home for two months working from home and they realized 
they're just as happy or maybe even happier working from home or just as productive, if not more. And they don't want to go back to the office because maybe they don't want to deal with the people or, you know, whatever reason. Um, so what kind of consideration is going to be made for that? And I think this is this article just kind of plays into that a little bit, just saying, you know, it's like Facebook, they pretty much said anybody that can do their work from home can may continue to do so. Like they're giving them a choice. But then they're also, for the people who want to go into the office, you know, July 6th, they're going to start opening up some of the office locations. My company in particular, similar thing. People that want to go into the office, they can start doing so in a couple of weeks, but they don't have to. So, I mean, you think about it too, like people who have young kids, like really young kids, like maybe they don't have a dedicated office space. They're using a makeshift space of some sort. Maybe they don't want to be at home. <laughs> like they re- yeah. they're ready to go back to the office and be away from that for you know a little bit. So, you're you're yeah, gonna you're I mean, not not everybody's gonna want to be home all the time, right? Right. And then, but then you run into the thing too is like you know, uh, all the daycares and stuff are still closed. Uh, yeah, you run yeah. into the childcare, and it's like, well, now they're telling me I have to come back to work, and I'm going to have to just take sick time or vacation time or PTO or mm-hmm. whatever you have. And, you know, cause the, I know I had to take the, some of the 80 hours I, I burnt through that. And I, and I only was using like one or two days a week. Yeah. And you know, it, it, it comes down to, you know, we, we don't know when our daycare is going to open back up. So yeah. we're, we're scrambling right now. Elizabeth was, we were supposed to be in Texas this week anyways for vacation well she was she was doing training right yeah she was supposed to be doing training and we were going to be going for like 10 or 11 days darren was going to go (laughs) darren was going to go find the new starbucks yeah yeah i was going i i love yeah i love my starbucks i had to make that trip up to chicago even though i said i'd never go to chicago because i want to go to that four-story starbucks reserve you know well let's go Let's go. I, I mean, I live. I don't know if it's I, open yet. I lived through you when you did your Seattle trip because you went to all those. But oh that, my god, that was dude, just was, so cool. Like I, I would. I've never really wanted to go to Seattle. Like for what I mean, I know it's like Microsoft. A lot of the big tech companies are out there, but yeah. it's like yeah, yeah, whatever. It's, it wasn't really like on the bucket list, right? But like when you went out there and some of the the videos and things that you posted and, and Liz posted, it's like I would go. Like I would uh, definitely go. I I honestly think. I could pick up and move to Seattle right now just because of how, I mean, I don't like going down to Cincinnati because it's dirty and nasty. And we were downtown the whole time. Yeah. And I mean, yes, there was, there was uh, beggars and homeless people and, but everybody took care of everybody. I mean, I mean, it was just so, yeah. it, it, it was different it was it was yeah. so different and in the city life lifestyle there was was really cool it wasn't really like a real true city lifestyle though right right matt how long would darren last in seattle uh maybe turn, 6 weeks no i'd turn into a lumberjack <laughs> or i'd be i'd be one of those uh uh hipsters i'd just turn into a barista hipster guy wearing flannel what I don't Who know. are you? I'm just spouting nonsense. <laughs> well, just to, just to wrap up this uh, this article here. So yeah, Google kind of said the same thing. And anybody that can work remote, work remotely can do so through the end of the year. Uh, one of the um, 
probably more surprising ones was Zillow said that um, uh, employees can work from home until the end of the year, which I was thinking like Zillow, like real estate agents, or maybe they're talking about their internal developers and things like that. But the, uh, they were talking about, you know, the CEO said, my personal opinions about work from home have been turned upside down over the last two months. So um, I think a lot of places are, a lot of places that have had that work from home perception, maybe some of the older companies, more traditional companies that didn't really want to embrace a work from home culture. <clears throat> They've learned whether they like it or not, that it can be done. Right. Yeah. There's some stipulations depending on what industry you're in, things like that. Like how do you make sure people are getting the work done? But you know, in my opinion, and it doesn't apply to all facets of the workplace. Right. But in my opinion, if you have somebody who likes, who generally likes what they do they like who they work for, who they report to, mm-hmm. the team they're on. They're going to do their work. And as long as they're doing their work and they're getting what they need to get done, honestly, working from home, I probably, like, the last two months, work, you know, not being able to go to customers and be on site with customers, I haven't had the travel time, whatever. I've, like... I don't know how many meetings I've had during lunch hour because like I showed you guys my calendar today. Like yeah, that's that not, that's nuts. not every day, but that's, that's more typical recently than it normally is because people we were like, Oh, you're home. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. You can do a lunch meeting. <laughs> okay. But it's like, yeah. I think there's a lot of things that are going to change out of this. Hopefully a lot of good, a lot of, a lot more flexibility in work life balance. I don't mean, you can talk about work-life balance all you want, but one thing that I, I would say is that working from home exclusively for the last two months is, like, you got to set boundaries. Like, you got to schedule. Like, when I schedule a meeting, especially if it's with internal uh, people that I work with a lot, I try to be respectful. Like, is this back-to-back with another meeting? Is Am I cramming this into – am I sandwiching it into other two meetings? Like, try to leave some room in there for people to use the bathroom, get something to eat, you know, go, go, just, just clear their head. Because, like, today, I mean, other than an hour and a half today, I was back to back to back to back. And, like, we got to be careful because this could be, it could be, it could burn people out a lot quicker than just going to the mm-hmm. office. Because when I used to drive to the office every day, I would at least have that commute time in the morning and then at the evening. So I would think about what I was going to do for the day on my way into the office. Okay, this is what I got to do. This is what I'm going to accomplish. And then as I'm going home, I would use that time to decompress, get rid of that work before I walked into the house and and greeted my family or whatever. So um, not having that can be bad. Um, You know, so you got to be careful with it's a balance and – yeah. There's going to be changes that happen. I mean, what do you think about that, man? I mean, you have, I mean, you're still, you've still been going into the office every day. And I mean, you have. Oh, been, yeah. It's like. Yeah. I, I, I just, I don't know. It's going to, I just kind of wonder what's going to come out of all this, you know, either, whether it be through people's everyday, um, you know, what, what work is going to look like. Or just for for everyone overall, because you think about prior to 
I'm pretty sure we didn't have the TSA, right? And yeah. then 9-11 happened, and now we have the TSA. Yay. So, obviously, you know, someone saw the deficiencies in our security. Um, so that prompted us to have, to, you know, to implement the TSA. Well, now that people that make way more money than me are seeing our deficiencies in healthcare or whatever it might be, what are we, what, what kind of stuff is going to come from this? You know, may, maybe positions will be eliminated because there will be more working from home. Um, maybe, you know, working from home only positions will be created. So it's, it's hard, it's hard to tell how it's going to play out, you know, many, many months from now. Yeah. I just know that what I do can't be done from home. So, I'll forever be going in the office. Yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, there's. You're always going to have those things you can't do remotely or well or efficiently, whatever, right? I mean, it. it but I think if nothing else, this is going to uh, like I. Did I see something the other day? I don't know if it was Dewine or somebody else that said something about even like when we do go back to school this year, in the fall that they may rotate the days certain students mm -hmm. attend and then they would, so they would do like two days at school and then three days at home. Like, I mean, it's like, this is forever going to change the landscape yeah. of our personal, our work. I mean, who, who knows what all that will impact, you know, we just don't know the, the full um, scale yet, but hopefully there's like Matt said, there's, smarter people than us that would be help helping shape and make these decisions and even us too like right i mean we have we have a voice that's that's to be heard i mean the the workers have a, a voice that should be heard i mean they're the ones who are going through this so i hope in a couple of years or the next time something like this happens we will be much better prepared to deal with it in all facets and we'll see right i mean yeah yeah, I know. I don't. I <clears throat> I feel that uh, you know some of our liberties have been taken away, but you know I I do get it. But you know, and on the other hand, it's like you know I'm not going to give up uh, some of those liberties just just because the governor tells me so. You know, I mean, yeah. and. It, it is going to be weird how things are going to change. You know, I got Arlo getting ready to start pre-K and, you know, they're talking like, you know, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, people are going to school. And then, uh, you know, Tuesday and Wednesday, they're going to be doing like Zoom meetings or whatever. And, and how's that work for a half a day pre-K, you know, and, and then where he goes to daycare, they don't have busing service to where he goes to school. So, What's that going to do to me? I mean, it's just it's just a it's a constant headache that you got to look at and go, okay, where is this going to go? Because yeah. and and you know, with like with school or with with work right now, because I'm out of my COVID days. Uh, there's an emergency. It's basically like an emergency FMLA, and I have to fill out a paper. What days I want to be off? They pay me two thirds my pay, and then I got to supplement it with with my sick time, which, you know, 
working for a city, I get, I get 10 hours of sick time a month. So I have a big bank of it. You know, I'm better off than, than, than a lot of people. And, and I, and I'm thankful for that, but you know, I'm thinking like, what are these people doing that, that are, that are, uh, restaurant workers or, or whatever else that are not working right now and having to, to try to provide for their kids. And, and it's just, it's just mind blowing. And, and we think about it and, and we get all stressed about it. And then you actually look at the bigger picture and go, well, we're better off than a lot of people. So why are we worrying? Yeah. I think from my perspective, I try to be empathetic of other people's positions and, it can be really hard. Like I am the first one to tell you, like I'll be the first one to admit um, it can be hard. Like some people, some of the things I see people posting, mm-hmm. I mean, I've had things with family members, close friends, people that I've known forever. And I'm just like, I just, it's like face palm. It's just like, but you mm-hmm. know, there's a reason they think that. And okay. I tr- And I try to put myself in their shoes as difficult as that can be. Um, and it's it's extremely difficult in certain situations. You know, you guys know some personal things that have happened to us recently that mm-hmm. makes that even um, more difficult. And I guess you know, I, I I try to I try to put myself in the other person's shoes. And I had a really good friend that I went to high school with that posted something on Facebook, you know, just a couple of days ago, and he made a really good point. And you know. I will I will respect other people's opinions um, as long as they're not trying to, um, I guess, you know, trample on my personal rights or my personal um, personal me trying to protect my family in whatever way that looks like. Right. I mean, if you don't believe in something and you have a different opinion than me, that's fine. But mm-hmm. as long, it, but if it impacts my personal or my family's health or or or, or whatever, I mean, yeah, we might have a disagreement on that, and so that it can only it, it does go only go so far. And I think everything being everything's been turned on turned upside down on its head with this, and there's going to be a lot of changes. And I just hope that the majority of those changes are done to help us and not somebody trying to make profit right yeah i mean and that's the the bad thing i've seen you know a, a lot of companies with all the face masks and whatnot and you know there's people out there that are are making these face masks for free i mean uh, elizabeth made a post and somehow she got hooked up with this lady in monroe and i went by and picked up like 50 mm. face masks that she just gave us you know and I mean, you know, you have people like that and then you have people that are trying to sell them for seven, eight dollars a piece, trying to make make a buck off of people. And yeah. it's it's kind of I mean, good for them. But, you know, I know you got time in it and whatnot, but you got people that are giving them away and then you got people who are trying to sell them. So, I mean, it's the good and the yeah. bad. But you're, I mean, you're always going to have people that try to profit off of unfortunate circumstances. I mean, that's never going to end. I mean, you, right? Whether that's stock market or whatever. So, and and you know, I'm I'm I mean, you know, we we basically profited over this because we refinanced our house during this uh, madness, and and I mean, we made out like bandits, you know. But 
Yeah. But I mean, they've made it. How much money have they made off of us? <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, but uh, it's we got it's a weights and balances type of thing. And, right? and I'm trying to I'm trying to give back. I'm trying to give back. You know, I mean, we had some stuff delivered from Menards the other day, and the dude had to make two trips. He had like 14 more jobs to do. And you know, I I looked at Elizabeth. I said, you know we probably should tip him. I said, you got in cash? And she was like, yeah, because Arlo's birthday, we finally cashed some of his checks. So, you know, now I owe Arlo money. But hey, uh, that's his first G payment. He's all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, and I, and I, and I wadded up and, and didn't make it. I mean, I, uh, I gave him, you know, $40 tip. I mean, but, you know, I wadded up, and I didn't want him to see that it was a $40 tip. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I just gave it to him, and he was like, are you sure? I was like, yeah. I mean, thank you. Because, I mean, he put he put everything where I needed it and then spaced it out to where I wouldn't have to move stuff. To made get it to easier on stuff. you, yeah. And he made it easier on me. So, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, like Elizabeth said, when, when everything gets back and open and whatnot, when we go out to eat the first time, there's going to be a lucky uh, person that that mm-hmm. receives a good tip. Yeah, because we we really haven't been uh, affected. I mean, really by by any of this. Yeah, I think we can all do our part, and whether that's if you're getting DoorDash or Uber Eats or mm-hmm. or whatever, Amazon packages, you know, any kind of delivery. I mean, like we can all definitely contribute in that respect and yeah i'm with you like (laughs) when we go out and we we uh as a group like we used to do you know every every few months um for birthdays and things like that yeah we're gonna we're gonna take care of those that are taking care of us and you know hopefully and i think from what i'm seeing the consensus is most people are doing that right most people and that's great you you know so that's that's everybody's sharing the love and and, uh, you know, hopefully it lasts, right? And it's a long-term effect and not something that's short-lived, so. Right. Um, uh, I, I wanted to share, I don't know if you guys, I know I've, I've probably shared this on Facebook and things like oh, that. I don't yeah. know if you guys have seen it, but if there's any Office fans in the house um, or John uh, Krasinski fans, yeah, I don't know what, you know, we're all at home. He's probably bored to death. He has nothing to do. He can't go and film and do whatever he normally does. He started yeah, this. A, he started this YouTube a, channel, right? Absolutely awesome thing that he is doing, though. You know, and and I mean, if you look back, so episode one was about a month ago, one month ago. So right in the middle of yeah. when all this was going on, seventeen million views. That was the first episode, right? And I think he's at uh, five. Yeah, it, it, yeah it's funny five. because he's almost like right around us. Like we've done. Right. He's doing weekly though, so we've right. been we've been doing biweekly. So we we were we were around a, a few weeks before him. Sorry, John. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's like, but what he's doing and the people he's involving and there he can't have a lot of help. I mean, this is mostly him. Yeah. It's his wife. You know, maybe he has some remote people that are helping with the editing and things like that, of course. But, like, 
Yeah, but uh, look what he did that that last one. It's already got two point three. It was four four days ago. Yeah, the the graduate. You know, that, you know he yeah, did the graduation. Gradu- he it did. It was awesome. Yeah, the potluck thing with the recipe, like it, the prom thing, like this is what we need more of and mm-hmm. to have somebody like this to step up and, and do stuff like this. And there's a lot of other examples. I'm not, I'm not saying he's the only one. Um, but this is like the, the most top of mind one for me because I just thought it was really cool. Um, and like, you know, the like 10 years ago, 20 years ago, you couldn't do something like this. No. Like imagine if this happened 20 years ago, like, people would be, like, crazy insane right now because they don't have the outlets that we have available today as far as yeah. social media, you, Facebook, see, gaming, Netflix. You didn't have Netflix. Like, yeah. what, what the you, hell would you be watching right you, now? You, I mean, you'd be you, you'd be a Jack, Jack Nicholson in The Shining right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But, you know, just... I just want to like if you're not if you uh, if you haven't watched some good news or if you're not following some good news, which you know John Krasinski um, from The Office fame you know fame fame famously from The Office, um, highly recommend it. Uh, Emily Blunt, who's his wife, she appears uh, has some cameos in here too. His kids made the freaking sign, which is like mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. And it, if you're looking for something upbeat and you might shed a tear or two, I'll warn you now. Um, but it's uh it's really awesome. Yeah, with the the one where he did the uh the graduation was great. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean all of them and and I like how he keeps it real upbeat and just it's just like low key just just so casual, you know, just like a, yeah. just a friend just out there just talking to people. Well, fellas, episode 4. Yeah. Did a little different this time, you know, Facebook, and then we'll upload it to YouTube and then start putting some more stuff out. So hopefully we got a little bit more uh, user base to see a little bit of this and maybe we can get some more subscribers. Yeah, so we're just playing around, um, you know, what we do as far as the live platform. We've, we've done YouTube the first three, tried Facebook out this time. So if you have a preference on which one you would rather us be live on, you know, Please let us know in the, either in the Facebook comments or go to the YouTube page. Um, so YouTube uh, uh, is linked in the in the on the Facebook page. Our Facebook page is slash DWB Show. Our Twitter is at DWB Show. Um, you know, follow us on all the social medias. Please give us feedback, and if you have ideas or articles related to science, technology, healthcare, whiskey, craft beer. Pretty much, you know, the cigars, game. Cigars. <laughs> um, home uh, DIY, home broom. <laughs> home automation. <laughs> like, if you have something you want us to talk about, sorry, Ashley, you can't come on the show yet. Um, <laughs> post them on, on uh, Facebook or Twitter. You know, add us. You know, don't add us, bro. Yeah, you can add us. Um, let us know what you want us to talk about. Um, you know, eventually, yeah. hopefully, you know, I, I'd say we'll probably <clears throat> do this format one more time, guys. And then yeah. the first show, I like in, it. The first show in June, we'll try to get together. We'll, we'll target. So, you know, we were kinda, we were kind of talking about that yesterday about like we need to get. I want to get the podcasting equipment. Like I want to get the mics and the and the and the mixer. 
-hmm. Not that we couldn't do it off one microphone. I think it would be fine. But the problem is you can't get it right now. Like it's sold out. Like Mm -hmm. I can get, I can get the mixer off of one place. I can get a mic from one place or maybe a mic from another place or a headset or a mic. Like nobody has like three of everything (laughs) right now. Um, So that's kind of been the, the, the situation. So we'll, we'll get the gear. I think we'll target hopefully the the first podcast in June. So that will, what, what do we got? Um, today is the eighth. I think we've got two this month. Um, yeah. I, lost, I lost my mouse cursor. So you figure the eighth. So we got the twenty second, which will be the next one. So June fifth should be our first June. So so, so if it works out, if we so can get here the gear. here here's what we're gonna do. We can get Ashley. With mm-hmm. her posh stuff to give us all facials during the, uh, uh, and then we can get Elizabeth to put us uh, some uh, some of the nail stuff on. So, that will be a Patreon only. <laughs> after so, show, uh, uh, Elizabeth and and, and uh, Ashley, if you pay us, you can do this stuff to us. So that that will definitely be our Patreon after show only. Like you have to be a Patreon member. We'll have we'll, we're going to set up like a, a subscription level just for that because that's not going to be a freely broadcasted item. Um, we'll, we will think about that. Maybe they can uh, shave my head too and everything. You know, we'll do it all in one. Just just knock it all out. Yeah, I definitely. Uh, yeah, so we're. You know, show us some love on the social medias, all all three platforms. If you if you want some merch, we've got a merch store. It's linked off of our Facebook and our YouTube. If you want a shirt, if you want a coffee mug, we're gonna add some other items soon. Um, hopefully, the our order will be in soon. So we'll, hopefully, by our first live show, we'll we'll have our T-shirts. We can kind of represent those. Um, but that's yeah, so that's the goal. So represent random shirts like. <laughs> Hey, I've got a I've got my Bioshock shirt on. So, God, I love that game. So much fun. Turn out all the lights and get all freaked out because you got surround sound going on, stuff coming out at you from behind. Yeah, but hey, honestly though, you know, it doesn't cost you anything to follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, and it greatly uh, supports us in a lot of different ways without you having to spend a dime. And if you want to buy some merch at some point, that's also greatly appreciated. But uh, we would definitely uh, appreciate the support on just the follows and things like that right now. So, yeah, and, and comments then, and yeah, comments anything. and you know, share your feedback on Facebook, on Twitter, even on yeah, YouTube. Just, and so we interaction helps a lot. You know? We we did our live show um, on Facebook, but we'll be posting our highlights. So each topic will break out into highlights. We'll be uploading. I'll be uploading those to YouTube. Um, you know, just a shorter segment, easier to digest than the whole. I mean, we're at two hours and ten minutes, so it seems like we're you know we're a little bit longer each time. Even though we only had seven topics this time, <laughs> we some, some yeah, but some good we discussion. we had that we had that spot. Those tangents. Yeah, man, those tangents get us. Maybe at some point we'll have a a button to where you can click on Facebook, be like, okay, next topic. And, uh, and... <laughs> well, at least this time, and I'm going to jinx it because we didn't get into TP talk. So, damn it, he, uh, we almost made it without TP talk, Darren. <laughs> uh, 
Okay. We'll bring back the giant roll. With that, any final closing comments, fellas? Just be kind. You know, be respectful of people. Tip, tip, tip. tip. Big tips. Mm. Not just the tip. Big tips. Yeah, big tips. Matt's Matt's just a tip. <laughs> we 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 are we embarrassed Matt finally. <laughs> goal goal completed for the show. Embarrass Matt. Look, he's red. He's red as that flag back there. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not red. Uh, Thank you for watching live. Thank you for watching not live if you watch this later on. And yes. uh, we appreciate the support. Bye, everyone. See ya.